Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. I can get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started. So let's roll. And on with the show. Hello, everyone. And thanks for joining us for another exciting episode of Short Bus Debate Club. This is Brian Courtney. And, of course, Darren Jolly is here as well. Is there, do you really got to say that in a way where you just don't sound like you really believe anything that you're saying? It is exciting. <laughs> you are a douche nozzle. All right. It is very exciting. Why is it exciting? Well, today we're talking about something that I think is <clears throat> one of those burning issues, and it has been for a long time, and I don't even think that people truly understand the whole picture. So again, you know, we've got people parroting whatever the media tells them or whatever their chosen politician tells them. Um, we're we're going to talk about immigration and or migration and, you know, populations of people. So, I mean, just by that alone, you should be able to see it's exciting. Exciting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we've got a, a wall being built. Um and, and we've had a wall down on on the southern border for a long time, but apparently it wasn't good enough. Didn't satisfy the politicians <laughs> and, and everybody else. Um I, I think it's funny because it's really just a project so that some contractor can make a shitload of money and some politician can make that contractor happy and probably get some kickbacks and, and maybe more than one politician. Um, you know, maybe the ones from California and Texas and New Mexico and Arizona, wherever the wall is going to be, somebody is getting a kickback. Um, and I don't know that for a fact. Please don't. Don't quote me on that. Actually, go ahead and quote me. Yeah, I, I'm pretty. I'm. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that there there are some there are some kickbacks to be had. I mean, I don't think that any of those. I mean, I'm sure that it was really like rooted in the, you know, the the altruism of right wing populism that was being espoused by, you know, the the dutiful ideals of Donald Trump when he was going up and talking about building that wall. Right. We're we're doing it for the people. We're doing it for you and your safety. Um, so I, I think it's kind of funny. I, I found some stats, um, and I don't want to just talk about stats, but this one is important because we're building a wall and Mexico isn't even the, or people from Mexico are not the ones that are immigrating in huge numbers like they used to be. Or, well, actually, I should say, in 2017, um, there were 4. Oh, 4.9, and they call it unauthorized immigrants from Mexico. And then there were 5.5 million from other countries. So, and, and that number has continued to grow from other countries. Mexico is still number one, but you've got to kind of expect that because they're yeah, geography's going to have a lot to do with, with things. Right. 
But to say that that number is rising a lot says that there's some other people that had some incentive to get the fuck up there for some fucking reason. Well, and here's another funny thing is that um, for every person that they grab at the border who would be an illegal immigrant, there are 30 people that overstay their visas. So that means that there are 30 times more people from all of these other countries. And I I looked at the report, um, Denmark and Finland were like number one for overstays. Mm -hmm. Um, but there were a whole bunch of fucking Estonia was on there. Um, I thought that was just a country from that stupid movie. Um, Encino man. I I knew it was, I knew it was a real country, (laughs) but um, it was from it, it is funny because I got into some Le- Leah had to be she had to be gone by I think the 13th of September when she was going back to China recently one of our cohabitants at the house uh, actually Brian moved in as she was moving out essentially but uh, because she wants to come back or she'd been here 14 years on uh, various different types of visas work visas uh, college visas and whatnot. And she was so fucking hyper concerned. I got to get out of here. I don't want to overstay my visa, my stay on my visa. And I'm like, dude, if you're over by a couple of days, nobody's going to fucking give a shit. But yes, it happens. It happens at times. But I mean, because when we're talking about walls and you're talking about people that are like on the other side of, you know, like uh, the walls are cosmetic, you know, I mean, they're, they're there to, it, it's a symbolic thing. It's more about, you know, what. Yeah. Well, and there's some irony too, because I think mostly Mexicans are building a wall. Um, there could be a lot of Chinese people down there too, um, because they're coming over in huge numbers. But the actual... Are you saying Chinese people are building the wall? Yes. The know. Great Wall of China in Mexico and I, the United I, I, States. I, I, I don't believe that. I just don't. <laughs> Railroads, maybe, you know. Walls, <laughs> at least not these walls. Um, but whatever. Yeah, I mean the the numbers are huge, and the reason I said people don't understand it is because I I think that it's it's bigger than somebody just coming across the border. Okay, and and regardless of whether we're talking about the United States or Germany, because Germany is the second country in the world as far as, you know, people migrating there, mm-hmm. um, as far as popularity goes. Um, but again, totally different fucking reasons. I mean, in Germany, you're talking about Syria and Central Asia and all well, kinds of fucking weird see, stuff. See, and that's an important thing that uh-huh. we need to talk about, uh-huh. too, is that there's a difference between an illegal immigrant and a refugee, right? A refugee generally is going to be hiding and not necessarily a productive member of society. At least the ones in Germany that I've seen on documentaries and stuff, they're well, depends. kind of stashed. But nation states, I mean, that's where you like refugee is, is a concept where like, like people that come and they want to be granted asylum. I mean, as refugees, they want refugee status, you know, the, like the, like, I mean, we're going in a million different directions here, but you make the point about, uh, there are people that are coming from Mexico and then there are like, uh, we didn't really get to this, but there are tons of people that were coming from Central America. And of course there was all the bullshit that was being said about these, you know, these 
uh, evil wrongdoers that are part of gangs that are trying to get up here. I mean, anybody that, you know, knows how to fucking read a book or listen to something and understand something knows that the people that were coming were people that were displaced from Central America who had lost access to their land because of the fucking drug, the drug things that were that were developing uh, in, in those areas. You just got to look a little bit into it. But those people. Had well, no- and a lot of them were just leaving because they're you know, whatever, their project, their barrio, or what do they call them in, in Brazil? What's the Portuguese word? Anyway, the, the shit places were overrun with gangs, and we're talking about violent gangs yeah. that'll chop your fucking yeah, head you off. you die. you got to get the fuck right. out of Dodge at that point. In time. And that was yeah. happening in the Honduras. It yeah. was happening all over the yeah. place. Yeah. So I, I'm not saying that refugees don't want to work. I'm saying that generally though, while you're waiting for said status here in the United States. And like I said, in, in Germany and, and Hungary and those documentaries yeah. that I saw, those people weren't allowed to work. Well, that's, they were but They were really hiding. But like, like you're saying with Central America, they were coming. So like not under Trump because they were, they were not being allowed. I mean, there were no, there was no refugee status that was being allowed or like no, uh, What's the other word that I'm looking for? Asylum. Asylum, yeah. Yeah. Asylum was not being granted. I don't know the specifics of it at all. I know a lot of it had to do with, of course, uh, COVID and whatnot as a, as a scapegoat on, on a, lot, a lot of levels as well. But th- we we did have a history of having asi- asylum granting processes where, uh, with all the shit that was going on in Syria, where you literally have people that are trying, I mean... Dude, how many fucking people were leaving Syria when that fucking civil war broke out? I mean, it was millions of people. Like, the influxes of people were so... I mean, you're just talking about incredible... Like, when you... Like, war asylum seekers are different than people who are... And, of course, like, the violence that was going... That is... Continues to go on in Central America is is very fucking real. Right. And now now we're talking about laws. Uh You know? And and I... I didn't want to necessarily journey down that that path when I said the difference between an immigrant and a refugee, um, because then when you're talking about asylum people, that's an entirely different category, you know, in and of itself. Um, and, and I think things get really complicated. Well- when you're talking about yeah. people moving, immigrant immigrating populations that are going for whatever reason it is, I mean, again, we could go tan, but she, so you know, like uh, a week and a half, you don't you don't love the news, but a week and a half ago, Putin said they're going to annex these like four regions in the Ukraine, and they were going to conscript three hundred thousand more soldiers. So what the fuck happened, like? thousands and tens of th- like maybe even hundreds it was they, a mass exodus they fucking took off dude and this was again these were people these are not people that are trying to get out of russia because they're uh it's it's a totally different thing they're just like saying i'm not making a like the thing that i kept hearing in the uh interviews over and over again was i'm not trying to make a statement about whether i like russia or ukraine in the war I just want to live a life of peace with my family. And that's it. That's yeah. all they fucking want. It's not, it's not even asylum seeking just for the sake of just being able to just be like ontologically. I just get to get to exist without like having to kill some motherfucker that I don't even know. And I got no fucking uh, horse in the race anyway. You know? Right. I don't know. I, I, uh, I think things are fucked up and this, this weird, I'm going to call it xenophobia. 
um, even though it's it's technically not. Um, but you know, I mean, I mentioned Hungary. Hungary basically said, "Fuck you, we're not letting yeah. anybody else in." Yeah. So if if they could, you know, they'd put up a huge fucking wall yeah. and and just have little doors at at certain border posts. Um, and there were other countries that were thinking along those same lines. And it goes with this weird chivalry thing where they're, yeah, I'm using the definition of chivalry, not as I'm going to open a door for a woman, but, you know, we're all for Hungary or all for the United like States. National, like nationalism kind of. Really yeah, happened. yeah. Um, like what, like what Modi did with with India, like what B- Bolsonaro yes, did with, and, with uh, and it's happening all over. Yeah, Slo- I mean, the Slovenian president, all a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, weird, weird. And it's it's like I said, it's this weird xenophobic sort of attitude, and all of for some reason, if you jump up on a stump and say I hate somebody, everybody fucking jumps in with you. And says, "Yeah, we hate those motherfuckers too." I don't fucking understand it because I've been saying I hate stupid people for a long fucking time. <laughs> and but it's because when they when you say it and you say I hate stupid people and and they're like, "Is he talking about me?" <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. It's I mean, yeah. if it's if it's I I hate you know like you know you're you're in Hungary and those fucking Polacks you know I right. mean then you, you you can see who it is that you're talking shit about fucking Romanians you know oh, so I need to be more specific. Well, you just can't you know and like the anybody can be thing. stupid. Right, like, stupid is a transnational like a global like capable category. You know, that's very true. <laughs> I guess my point is, though, that I hate the majority of people regardless of where they're from. So a wall isn't going to help. I'm just not certain that that's going to be able to be like a, like not a stump that's speech, a stump. but a literally yeah. stump, stump speech <laughs> that you're going to be able to use to say, to mobilize people to be like, I'm on Brian's side. Yeah, you know? let's get behind Brian on this whole topic. With the black Irishman, you know? <laughs> so, okay. Um... <laughs> But I, I looked at some numbers. Um, the UN the UN has a... I, I don't know if I want to call it an office or like an ancillary division, um, but it's called the International... Sorry. It's okay, Brian. The International Organization for Migration. And this is a, like I said, a division of the United Nations. And they look at all kinds of numbers. They look at numbers as to who's going where. They look at numbers as to who is sending money to what country and, you know, where it came from. Um, Of course, the United States came in. And number one, as far as people send money out. When they say migration, they're talking migration under any, under yeah, any, yes, any context. not necessarily yeah. illegal. Uh-huh. Um, because, like, I've got these numbers, again, from the Center for Immigration Studies. And these are United States numbers. So, as of August 2022, 
we had 47.3 million foreign-born residents. Out of those 47.3 million, they estimate that 11.46 million are illegal or unauthorized to be here. And again, that is not just Mexicans. It's Central South America. It's Asia. Yeah, Chinese, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's all of them. Um, so if you think about those numbers that I said from 2017, where for every one person they're stopping at the border, 30, 30. people are overstaying, yeah. then that 11.46 is made up of a pretty substantial number of other countries. Mm -hmm. um, and that was from the Center for Immigration Studies, and you can pull up all kinds of really cool reports on CIS.org. And the International Organization for Migration, they've got this really cool fucking interactive thing where you can hover over whatever country. Like, so as of 2022, um, the top five countries from where people were coming to the U.S. were Mexico, India, China, the Philippines, and El Salvador. Um, to make up a total of... Oh, fuck, I'm not going to do that math. But... Um, Philippines, huh? Yeah. And those are the top five. Mm -hmm. And it, like I said, it's really fucking cool. You can just tap on... They call them migration paths. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that, each migration path, like this one here, mm -hmm. is Mexico to the U.S. Mm -hmm. And then there are these thinner ones that are like... Oh. oh, they make it so that you can, like, visually interpret it. Yeah. Like the retards. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it's fully, fully badass. Um, but, you know, I mean... So Mexican or not... Uh, I know a lot of people like one of my neighbors at one of my old places was from Guatemala, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and his wife was from somewhere else down South, mm -hmm. but they both worked like three fucking jobs and they, they worked really hard. Now they weren't illegal, mm -hmm. um, because they bought a house. But I know a lot of people that are or were illegal, and they busted their fucking ass. Mm -hmm. So all of these people that say, well, you know, they come here and they send all their money elsewhere so they don't do anything for us and they cost us a bunch of money, they're full of shit. Um, so I don't know what's... What's Social Security? Like 3% that they take out of your, your check? I'm not sure. I think it's a little bit more than that, but I can't remember what the number is. But no matter what, yeah, it's fucking money that comes out of anybody that gets paid by anybody that's getting paid on a payroll. Right. And since they're illegal... illegal or not, yes. Well, no, but since these guys are illegal, yeah. they're never going to draw that no, Social but Security. But they're paying... Yeah, yeah, we're both, we're both hitting in the same thing. Right. The money's coming out, but they're not going to benefit from it. Never, ever. Um, and, you know, if, if these numbers are correct, if we've got 11 and a half million people, and let's say they're making 
17, 18 bucks an hour. I mean, that's a lot of fucking money. There was, there was a stat that I was looking at. Of course, like I, sometimes I hate these stats because it's very difficult to like know how true or to what extent, but the, 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 the fact of the point, the, no matter what is it, we have to understand that these are revenue streams. I mean, I, I read one stat that said in 2017 that 3% of the GDP uh, was contributed by undocumented workers, which, which accounted for $5 trillion that year. Like, Five trillion, three percent. I, I I don't know, but you know what the fucking truth is. It's it, it, that that revenue stream is fucking there, and and it's and it's part of an integrated system that is very complex, and you cannot just, you know, uh, another stupid fucking thing that people say. You know, if you remove eight million people, eight million undocumented workers from the United States, then that's eight million jobs that you can have. Americans fucking that's just the dumbest fucking thing that I've ever heard in the history of the fucking universe. <clears throat> the onion did this fucking hysterical article um where <laughs> it was like a day in the life sort of thing and I I can't remember for sure. I think the guy's name was Juan. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about how Mexicans were coming over here and stealing our jobs. <laughs> and Juan stole the job of some CEO. <laughs> And he had, they took pictures of him and he had like a flannel shirt on and a a (laughs) farmer's cap. And it it was just hysterical because, yeah, they they come over here and they work hard. But since the 90s, I don't know of very many white people that want to work at McDonald's or any fast food restaurant. I don't know of any of them that want to fucking work on a farm and pick lettuce or... Bitch, we can't even get people to work at the fucking post office. I mean, <laughs> like, you, you, these stupid motherfuckers that are watching... Look, I, 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 like, when I was going through the information, I pulled up stuff from PBS. I pulled up stuff from, from, from MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, Newsmax. I went... Because I wanted to see the way that all the, all these different positions were... But the people on Newsmax, they would just say some of the stupidest fucking things. Like, it's just a fantasy world. Like, I can't even, I can't even articulate. It's totally out of control. And I think they're really trying, in the media, they're trying to make Biden look bad. Because, and Trump didn't have anything to do with it, or very little. Mm-hmm. Because the... The people leaving to Mexico, they started leaving in like 2008. Well, they continued to leave, or more of them were leaving than were coming over, right? Well, people were going back more than they were coming. And then now Biden is president, and we're getting more illegals. I think they estimated like one and a half million. Mm-hmm. So the New York Times and all of these other fucking websites are making it look like it's Biden's fault that these illegals are coming over. And I don't know if they're doing it to actually bash Biden and celebrate Trump. Because they're not just... They're not just giving people the news. I mean... Because with a headline like Biden lets a million and a half illegals in, that's not a headline that's saying, hey, (laughs) way to go. (laughs) So I I don't know. Um, But it has, your point, it has maybe less to do with the president than it does. I mean, there's no doubt that like 
when you have things in place like DACA, that, that are, that's going to affect certain certain attitudes. But even though like that's in place, they still don't have a pathway. I mean, it's not like there's a fucking real way for people to develop to, to have citizenship. The, the rhetorical position of like a pathway to citizenship is there, but there is no fucking. I mean, right? I mean, like, right? The dreamers. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. There is no effectively no way for the, like it. They they say we want this to be possible, but the, the 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 creating the actual process that would create to allow them to become formal U.S. citizens does not still does not exist. It doesn't exist, and there's a reason for that. I mean, these people are modern day slaves, and they say that we're they're taking our jobs and whatever, but they're taking jobs that we don't want. Yeah, there's a political yeah the political economy of this yes is something that. And really, if you just look at the agriculture portion, um, those jobs generally, I mean, even if, say, a citizen were to do it, mm-hmm. regardless of color, mm-hmm. they generally pay you by the piece or whatever, by the pound or by the bushel. They don't pay you by the hour. And there's no fucking way a citizen of the United States is going to do that. No. Dude, even if they're getting paid a lot of money, they're still not going to do it. They don't want to fucking do that kind of work. But yes, but your your bigger point is correct. Of course. This is this there is there is a, a hierarchy that's in place. But even still, like there's a difference between the people that are coming across illegally and they're undocumented and somebody who's like born here to parents who are undocumented, but because they're born here, they have certain other like they they can they can be a they're sort of in that space in between. You right. Know, they, they're doing different types of work than, than the person that's working in the field or, or doing the heavy labor, the day labor stuff. But those, those field workers and even the construction workers uh-huh. and, and those people, you know, they're keeping costs low. Down. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, so that the price of tomatoes doesn't go up to $9 a pound and, and the price of beef goes up to $40 a pound. And, you know, a gallon of milk now is costing $9 or, or whatever. Um, because it's, I don't want to say trickle down economics because Reagan was kind of a fucking idiot, but, um, if you could do it like Ben Stein I, did it. I would say trickle, though. trickle out is probably a better thing. Because if the cost here is going up, then all of these other costs that are outside, the secondary and tertiary type costs, are going to go up too. Um, yeah, I, 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 I. So I like trickle out better. Because I was talking about agriculture. So I can't say trickle down because there's nothing necessarily underneath it for that to trickle down it to. It still has a real golden shower feel to it, though, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here trying to fucking do math. Um, so I figured if an illegal was making $500 a week, then I'll round it up to 5% for Social Security. And then that would be two hundred and eighty-seven 
million five hundred thousand dollars that they're putting into social security every week at five hundred dollars a week and so those are the illegals that are actually working for a paycheck those aren't the agriculture people those guys are working for a paycheck too but they're not on the clock yes well i i figured you did i just wanted to make sure that it was clear for our four listeners um, might, I think we might have five now. <laughs> we might have we might So, have so that, I mean, that's a fuck ton of money that's never coming back to us. Well, Ever. It's, it's never coming back to them. It's coming back to us. Well, maybe. Ish. I, ish, ish. Yeah. It, go, it goes into a system that we benefit from on some level and that unless they get naturalized all of a sudden, which, of course, they're not going to because they exist as this sort of like invisible population. Right. But even if they got naturalized, they can't say, well, I worked for 20 fucking years on that guy's social. I want that money, too. Right? <laughs> that would be It would be difficult to, yeah. That would be kind of funny. That would be like... <laughs> When I went into the bar for my 21st birthday and I showed them my ID and they were like, well, happy birthday. It says you're 21. You've been coming here for like two years. <laughs> well, I just like when we went to standby personnel, you know, when I was like 13. Right. You know? And we painted that fucking. Uh... And maybe that's why we kind of. And I don't want to make it sound like we know. What these people go through. We got a snapshot of it a little bit, though, from that experience. Yeah, but just, I mean, working with the day laborers who, in a lot of cases, were illegals, um, you know, you kind of, you can empathize with them more because even if we didn't walk the entire mile in their shoes, Mm -hmm. we walked a little ways, you know? It It is a fucking, like... It is such a royally, like, odd situation where you have these people that, like, cling to these very specific rhetorical, uh, you know, like, I hate them, I hate them, I hate them, you know, but at the same time... Like, Not stupid people, but Mexicans in this case, right? Is that I'm who you're talking about? about? Like, the people that watch... News Just the xenophobic they, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, okay. they, they, they cling to that disposition because they really don't understand the way that they essentially relate to that that social hierarchy, but I mean, like, how fucking lucky are you if you fucking are born in the United States, you know? Pretty fucking lucky, and you know, (laughs) I I think you're lucky no matter, well, no, not no matter where you're born, but, um, oh, fuck, I can't find it now, but, um, there was some stat that I read that said, like, One oh shit, never mind. I'm not never mind. Skip that stat because you didn't hear anything anyway. Strike that. Reverse it. It it is it is very, very odd that that like there are these gigantic populations of people that like I mean it's like India, you know, like the what do they call the the people that you can't touch? The uh but, that, I mean, that's like what these entire populations are throughout the planet. You know, they're like the untouchables. The untouchables. Yeah, I find. 
dildo. <laughs> but I mean, it, there's, they're, 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 they're socially invisible. I mean, they don't even exist in the hierarchy of the most peculiar, you know, hierarchy on the planet. Which I don't understand that entire system anymore because I thought that the caste system in India had been eliminated like 10 or 12 years ago. Nah. Like they said it was illegal and there were no more things, such things as untouchables. I mean, it's, 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 it's curious and it's funny. Like there was all this stuff that was written. So like when, when the British were, were going and there was an effort to sort of like, uh, to modernize and to liberate, and then somebody said, 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 no, you, you use the system that's in place and you, you say that you celebrate it, but you use that as the hierarchy that you glom on from the side, from that colonial position, which is essentially what they did, you know, and they did all over the place. They did it in fucking South, South Africa. Now I'm going way on all the, all these other things, but there's, it's the caste system definitely, uh, is not, uh, well, but, uh, you know, those people really when you talk about, because I don't know any other illegal populations. I've never hung out with somebody from China that was here illegally. Mm-hmm. But I have hung out with people from Mexico that are here sure. illegally. Yeah, Zosimo. Yeah, and those peeps. Yeah. yeah, and I know that they worked fucking hard. Mm-hmm. and They were really bad poker players, though. And really bad with strippers. <laughs> Um, because again, they were used to strippers in Mexico and it's an entirely different thing. The culture is a little. Yeah. Cause he said he gave her $5. So he fully expected like, no, no, not that, but he was trying to finger banger. That is a different culture. (laughs) Yeah. Better get get back down to TJ. So. Not not the same not the same thing. Well, and he did he he did go back down to Mexico. He go back and forth pretty regularly back. Then, he did, but and now he stayed there. He bought a cab and he runs his own business and in, in Mexico. Yeah, um, the economy's become it's different down there. Now. But that's why they left. Everybody was leaving in two thousand eight. Yeah. Right, and if you're treated like shit here. Why stay? Mm-hmm. Especially because you can you can get capital. You can go and you can invest in something down there, and and I think a lot of that had to do with you know not just the fact that he made the list, mm-hmm. but Carlos Slim, mm-hmm. um, he did what a lot of people with that much money should do, and they should reinvest in whatever reinvest in their people is what I'm trying to say. They should try to their people bring people up as opposed to, you know, keeping them down. And I'm sure that he has several of his own modern day slaves. Um, but the big uh, telephone magnet from down there, he ended up on the, well, he took Bill Gates' spot a few years ago oh, as the number one. Super. Yeah, okay. I mean he's fucking loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Mexico gets a billionaire, then things have got to kind of at least flatten. Might be slim pickings. 
Sorry. What? <laughs> Dildo. What am I supposed to do with that? I, I don't know. Um, I'll do better next time. No, that was actually pretty good. Um, so maybe they were untouchable because I know a lot of people treated them like shit. Um, but like I said, they, they worked hard. And in the case of that guy that I knew who mistreated a stripper and couldn't play poker worth the shit, he lived in a one bedroom apartment with like five other illegals. So instead of paying, you know, $1,200 a month for his own place, they split twelve hundred dollars. They're industrious. They were here to they were here to make money and uh, well, and, and they made money, but they spent a lot of money too. So I mean, if if Social Security makes two hundred and eighty-seven million a week, then imagine what they're making off a of sales tax because these people, the illegal people, mm-hmm. buy shit. Yeah. They buy a lot of stuff. Revenue revenue streams are real. That's for sure. And I couldn't even think about, I mean, because they bought all kinds of shit. I mean, they like jewelry, you know, pickups, hats. Why Why is it that, like, the, I mean, will you have, like, these obnoxious fucking, like, political discussions where you, I mean, is it just to sort of, like, keep the, everything sort of, like, in that space where you have... The people that think that they need to be the do writers, you know, doing the, you know, the AOC kind of thing. And then the ones that that don't understand the political economy of it, but they they still are like tied to this notion of nationalism in the United States. That's sort of like totally fucking doesn't exist anymore, but it exists in their mind. And it's like these are sort of stabilizing features to the entire system. Like like we know that democracy doesn't exist as a system, but like the concept of democracy in our mind is essential. So like you have all these people doing these things that interact with concepts like immigration, right? In a certain, in a certain way where they're, they're functioning, but the way that they're functioning does not reflect like, like it, it doesn't demonstrate a genuine understanding of the way that, uh, that these transient populations are being utilized as, you know, disposable labor forces on a global level. Like, I mean, they're, you know, it's, it's just like these fantasies that different actors feed into, for catharsis so that they can be a part of that system too, without ever really engaging the way that the system actually reproduces on the, on the daily. Do you think it's catharsis or is it something more like they want to feel not important, but like they, they know and understand they want to be able to talk around the water cooler. They want people to like them. That's what I mean by catharsis though. Is, is that so like, like the fucking, uh, the one percenters and the fucking, uh, who, the, what's the douchebags, the proud, the proud, you know, the, and the, of course those are the hyper extreme ones. And then there's the ones that like, that, uh, sort of like, uh, say the things that they say, but don't really like, they're not going around like beating fucking. See, I was just thinking of the majority of the people where they are just water cooler talkers mm-hmm. and they're the ones that parrot, you know. Hannity or or Maddow or or whoever mm-hmm. um, is on the news, but that is catharsis. Like. I mean, that is just it's like the illusion of being, you know, like I said, like the people that you know 
give those dreamers uh, access to, you know, to, to, and they're like, you know, fuck you, you know, uh, the United States, you know, if you're not born here, you know, I mean, it's, it's, but it's this whole, it's just this dialogue that, again, like it doesn't really ever go anywhere, you know, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, uh, Trump's, Trump's policy might have been a little bit shittier, you know, but Obama was doing horrible fucking things before Trump well, got there, and Biden is not doing much better now that Trump is gone, you know? No, and they're they're not going to, because yeah. the politicians want this to be this way. That's just the way it is. They want everybody to think that they don't, but you imagine what the economies of fucking Texas and California would do and, and Colorado. Yeah. I, I, but I didn't, I didn't mention Colorado because we're not down there on the border, but imagine what those economies would do if they said, you know what? We're done. No more illegals. You cannot work if you were not born here or have a green card. Yes. Those economies would fucking just Everything flatline. They would, would die. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, California, everybody thinks that their number one uh, revenue stream is, is media and movies, and it's not. It's agriculture. Um, Texas, it's probably agriculture there, too. If, if not, it's oil and mining. Um, but then they both, you know, have fishing and, and shit like that. And there are illegals that are doing that shit. Um, I, I just, I kind of want to see it happen. You don't, you don't. No, I, I don't really. But I mean, I kind of do just because I want to see what all of these people would say or do like the one that was always around the water cooler. And she said, Oh, well, you know, these illegals bother me. I don't understand why they're here. Why can't they just go home? And then the next day, her fucking bank accounts empty and fucking inflation is through the roof. And you know, it costs you $9 for an apple. Well, even if they see behind the curtain, you know, and the, the, like they see the Wizard of Oz for what the Wizard of Oz is, they're still not going to. I mean, that's like the tragedy of the whole thing is, is that. So the, you think if, if everything did take a shit and the economy essentially died because they, well, you know what? Maybe you're right, because I said the same thing about syntax. You know, they don't want us to stop smoking or stop using nicotine or drinking or whatever. And if we did, the economy would tank there, too. So maybe you're right. Maybe they wouldn't know. And the really horrible things would happen. The things that you talked about, about, you know, I mean, things that we, I mean, things that I could see coming anyway, where you have these, uh, uh, the 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 rhetorical right wing jackass militia people because they don't have any other way to survive at that point in time so they're going to become criminals like or the criminal attitude in relation to stealing from anything else that's left you know banding together with other assholes you know that are ignorant like they are because that's the only way that 
that's the way that they can survive at that point. So, I mean, it's it, like nobody, it's it's odd that nobody ever really wants to get to the bottom of it, you know? I mean, it's like, like if I think that, like, I really wish that, like, I could bring Gramsci, like, forward, like, out of the prison from Italy, you know, when he was writing the, in the prison notebooks about, like, uh, taking the ideas of democracy and saying democracy is really about, you know, consent armed with, armed with coercion. You know, it really isn't about uh, this fantasy land that everybody sort of thinks it is in the United States. Like choosing your leaders. Yeah. I, I, I like how, like the depth of, of how, how correct he was and how the, you'd have like these different, like, uh, uh, factions at the top that were like manipulating these spaces and very good at like, tapping into i mean you'd like like trump or not like he found a a, a a new way to tap into a very specific energy that he is utilizing you know that's uh, that's well, incredible that's know, also like one of the reasons that i hate stupid people because that's what he basically yeah. tapped into yes is he took Everybody with a fucking IQ of 85 and below, and they jumped on his bandwagon. Do you know what we never talk about? Tapping into smart people, because... There aren't that many of them? Yeah, there just isn't, there isn't this desire or this space to sort of, like, elevate a person's self, and, like, be like, oh, you know, that... That doesn't, like, maybe we could, if we started doing that together, and we worked, like, this out together, and... Like, and you, you do this, and I could do that. Nobody ever fucking gets to that space. No, you know? there's no discussion. Um, you know, and we didn't talk about it. I, I know I've said the word words modern-day slavery multiple times now, but we didn't talk about outsourcing. And even if we said, fuck it, no illegals can work ever, which we're not going to do. Yes. But there's a lot of the stuff that could still be done elsewhere because it is being done elsewhere. You know, I mean, a lot of our cars are manufactured in Mexico. Um, our, our clothing is manufactured in some third world country somewhere. Um, Bangladesh, Vietnam, you know, it used to be India, but now India's economy is too big, so... We can't do it there anymore, so they, they found other places to, you know, keep their profit margins whole. Um, and, and maybe we need to talk about that farther down the road. And I think we also need to talk about the, the discussion thing and, you know, having the ability to admit that you're wrong and open up a dialogue to where we might be able to change something. And I don't mean you and me, no, I, I, but I mean finding smart people to, to help with this because a lot of people just figure, fuck it, I'm smart. So I can just continue doing what it is I'm doing. Well, on some level, what we're doing here is, is that experiment, you know, I mean, we're, we're finding out things, you know, I mean, and hopefully that would be the point, you know, with, other, you know, I mean, yes, like, cause because holy, holy fuckity fuck. But like, I just don't even know how to like, I just, like, I I just, you, you want people to want to try to make that step, to take that, you know, to take that. Because like, if, if the journey doesn't even like, you know, and I don't believe, like, I like, I, I like Marx, I like Hegel, which means that I, there are certain aspects of history or concepts of history that I like tend towards. 
but I really don't even know if I believe in history at all right now because like when people talk about like Marx, they, you know, the, the, there's a sort of a teleology like it's going to go from from feudalism to capitalism to socialism to communism, and I, like I think that's a bullshit interpretation anyway. But I think that the more important thing about that sort of notion is is that there's this belief in steps, like clear and concrete steps, and also that there's a there's sort of like an absolute inertia that's tied to those like. Once you get, you know, the internal contradiction of capitalism will cause the workers to come together and band together and then, you know, we'll stand together. And I mean, that's just absolute nonsense. Well, but they they the people in power make sure. To keep certain things in motion to where we will not band together, yeah. you know, there's different opiates for the masses. There's, you know. TikTok and Facebook, there's the NFL and the Major League Baseball. and There's the construction of space where people do believe that there's progress that's happening, but not happening. Right. It's I mean, these opiates, I mean, can be so complica complicated and like, like they have to be visceral and narrative and like, like you have to emotionally t attach to them, you know. And believe them. It's like a fucking religion at some point in time, you know? Well, and they do a lot of that, too, where they are telling us, you know, oh, well, this is what we've been doing. And the reason that they're telling us that is so that they don't, so we don't look under the table. Um, you know, we're, we're coming up on 50 minutes. I think we could probably talk about this for another hour, um, especially if we spin off into different tangents and stuff, but, um, you know, what are, what are we going to talk about next week? Maybe like, maybe, uh, we, what, what, what was it that you were just, uh, uh, outsourcing? You know, the, the, well, the outsourcing, I and mean, I think the outsourcing, if we, if we tie the outsourcing back to some of these transient labor concepts and sort of like tie that into these networks that are sort of developing, I think that would be a good, you know, a, okay. good, a good next phase. So Monday we'll talk about uh, outsourcing, and not just the United States, but outsourcing as a whole. Yeah, the network, um, the, big, the big. I think Wednesday, you know, we'll keep it light again. Um, I don't. We're gonna know. do. We're gonna do the. We're gonna do the Marvel thing. Oh yeah, Marvel, um, and what it has become, from what it was. Because now Disney owns it. And it's I'm going to talk shit about nation shit. states. Fucking nation states. <laughs> Fucking nation states. Piss me off. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know. We'll surprise you for Friday. But um, hit us on uh, TikTok at Short Bus Debate Club. Uh, Twitter, Short Bus Debate. Phone number is 720 334. Roll. Roll, roll. Thanks for listening. Sorry we went over. You guys have a good day. The tires are the things on the short bus that take us back to our abode. Yay. <laughs>